0: Peacekeepers! Welcome back to another episode of Freaky Fridays. Today's topic is going to be rather nostalgic, so sit back, relax, and get ready to reminisce the things that scared the pants off of me as a child. Before I begin, I do want to talk about some facts that I found on Science and Entertainment Exchange website. So, number one is, fears are not caused by one big, scary event. Number two Certain fears are universal across cultures. Number three, individuals with anxiety disorders experience normal fear responses to scary situations. Number four, anxiety in childhood is normal. Number five, fearless individuals do not have normal fear responses to scary situations. Number six, fears can become extinct. And number seven, stress hormones enhance Fear extinction. With all of that in mind, we are going to jump right into the top few things that scared the crap out of me when I was a child. And surprisingly, some of you are probably not shocked because I'm kind of a ween. All of them, or the majority of them, came from the the kid show that you could watch on Cartoon Network, Courage the Cowardly Dog. There is no show in my whole life that messed me up as bad as Courage the Cowardly Dog did and the fact that they allowed this stuff to be played on TV for children really like blew my mind. It still blows my mind to this day because I sit and I watch it and I'm like, wow, no wonder our generation is so messed up and and has a lot of issues because we grew up watching this shit on TV. So the very first one that like mildly scared me, but I can literally still hear hear the voice in the back of my head, <laughs> was the Fantasy Flan guy. As soon as I say that, I know you guys are gonna hear his voice in the back of your head. <laughs> the by Fantasy Flan, yep, and that guy was not down for it. He has scary eyes and like no teeth and sometimes i still think about it every now and then and i'm just not down with it the number the number two (laughs) wow the second one was from the very last played episode and i think it was titled like perfect and it was courage on the bed and he kept trying to go to sleep but scary things kept waking him up or something like that and um in one of them there was like a little girl sitting in front of a TV, like a staticky TV in the dark. And she like turned around and it was like a super scary face. Yeah, I think about that often. <laughs> Number three was also from that same episode. And um, Courage is like about to go to sleep as I was saying earlier. And it was like a human like trumpet man. I don't know how to explain it. He's like in a blue room and he has like a normal face, but he's like all deformed. And he's whispers in an eerie voice. You're not perfect. And I still have nightmares about that because I was absolutely not expecting that. (laughs) And lastly, who can forget the biggest fear? Literally, this is probably, I've never had anything scare me as bad as this last thing did. And I know you guys know who I'm gonna say fucking King Ramses that episode (laughs) scarred me. It still scars me to this day. Like, if I hear it, I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm turning around. But, um, this is how bad it scared me. I literally remembered, I remember the very first time I watched it, I was, I think I was like three- my parents had uh, my cousins over and everybody was all chilling. Everybody finished dinner, but I was the only one left at the table eating my beans, but I didn't want to finish all of my beans because I wanted to be cool and be with the cool kids, you know, and go see what the kids were doing and go watch TV with them. So, I decided not to finish my beans and I went to go and throw them away and then I'm like, oh, hey guys, what are you guys doing? And they, I sat in front of the TV and that episode was playing, and I saw him just being creepy, asking for Eustace to return the slab, and I was not down for it, and I started crying and crying, <laughs> and my mom sent me to sleep in the dark, and I was like scarred for life, and then the very next day, my parents loved watching Courage, so the very next day, um, I was like, in my head, I remember thinking, I was like hugging my mom, And I was like laying on her lap and I was like, please don't let it be the episode, please don't let it be the episode. And then I saw him and I started crying again. And I was like, this is the thing that made me cry yesterday. And I was like crying. And then ever since that day, anytime that came on and my sisters wanted to watch it, they would like send me to the room and everything. But anytime they would like make a joke about it or bring it up or try to say anything about that episode, my heart would like start racing and it would like skip a beat and I was scared of it till I was like about 11 I think and then I finally got the balls to watch it and yeah, it's it's scary. Every time it's foggy outside I think he's gonna come eat me so thank you Courage the Cowardly Dog for ruining my life and scaring the shit out of me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Moving on from the trauma-filled Courage Cowardly Dog episodes, another thing that freaked me out as a child was definitely, um, the way the little girl from the movie The Ring would crawl out of the well. Ooh, there was just something so scary about her crawling out of that TV. Mm Mm-mm. Absolutely a thousand times now. I had nightmares for weeks and I still- I don't think I've ever, like, rewatched it now that I'm literally 22 years old and I don't think I- even i've ever watched the original one because it scared me that bad or maybe i'm just a ween i don't know i haven't decided the next thing that gave me the heebie jeebies was definitely salad fingers on youtube if i had to hear that man talk about rusty spoons any longer than like 30 seconds i was gonna have a conniption he's like this for those of you who haven't seen it he's like this green weird looking guy who has um really long green fingers and these bulgy eyes and he talks like rusty spoons (laughs) i can't even do it but he has like a fucking accent and he talks in this like raspy eerie voice and he is so weird and you just see a bunch of weird Creatures and stuff. It's on YouTube. You guys can totally look it up if you want to but I don't think I want to relive that trauma It it was a lot of sauce But I guess while we're on the topic of YouTube Do you guys remember those videos that were like help me? I'm scared and you thought it was like a kid show because there were like crayons and like animated little characters but then it like turned into some creepy demonic things and I'm looking at you, happy tree friends. <laughs> that show was so messed up, and I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix for a fat minute. For all everybody who watched Happy Tree Friends, man, i'm I'm looking at you because <laughs> that show was just not right. And I think I think I was like in the third grade, maybe when i when I got the book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and um there was like not a single story in there that got to me the way the story Harold did it was about this uh scarecrow that was like outside in the garden and there are these two men and they like brought the scarecrow in and they thought it would be fun to like punch it and like mess with it and take some of the stuffing out or whatever and then uh they they heard like i think it was like footsteps on the roof and they're like oh no it's nothing whatever and then they wake up the next day and um or one of them wakes up the next day and the only thing i remember from the that whole story is literally the last line and i'm pretty sure i remember it like word for word it was something like um harold kneeled and stretched out of a stretched out a bloody skin to dry in the sun because he had like skinned one of the guys. And I was like, I'm in the third grade. Why did my teacher give me this book? And why am I reading this right now? Because this is a lot of sauce. And that line still gives me chills. And I, I'm i like, why do I remember that so well? But I guess it's just because it really messed me up. Uh, something else that kind of- I don't, I don't really think I was a child around this time, but I was pretty young. Um, when the first Sinister movie came out, the second one was trash, by the way, but the first one had, like, such a good storyline, the music in the background, the videos, it, every- that was, like, a real horror movie. Like, if you guys haven't seen Sinister and you're waiting for, like, a good, scary, like, really- authentic horror movie then sinister is the way to go that movie freaked me out so bad like i i want to say that normally i don't scare easily, but after telling you guys all this i kind of sound like a ween but sinister was really good and i highly recommend it but those were really like the only things that i can remember like kept me up at night or like if I was in the dark then those are the things that I would be thinking about but I don't think there's anything else that really messed me up the way those things did or the way the return the slab guy did (laughs) I am so not for that episode like hardcore no on I get a lot of my information from articles because I love to read and I think um I don't know, the information is everywhere, but I like to go through um, different articles because I believe that these people who write them deserve to um, have people go look at their stuff. So, from an article on bestlifeonline.com about childhood fears, it states... An estimated 15 million American adults suffer from some sort of phobia. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, though these phobias differ in type and severity, most of them have one thing in common, they developed in adolescence. Just as our childhood shapes our personality, It's also likely to determine our greatest fears. And while some of us might have been fortunate enough to left our deepest dreads in the past along with potty training and pacifiers, the rest of us are stuck with crippling fear of everything from crowded spaces to cuddly canines. Curious what some of the most common childhood turned out fears are? Well, we're gonna find out. Number one is a fear of the dark. And I can definitely vouch for this because i refuse to sleep without a nightlight still and i'm 22 years old (laughs) i don't know what it is about the dark but i have a very imaginative imagination and i i think there are monsters in the corner (laughs) so unless my partner is here i will not sleep with the lights off I will sleep with the lights on until he comes into the room. Then he'll turn off the lights and the, the nightlight is still on. So I will sleep with the nightlight and the lights on if he's not in the room. Number two is a fear of clowns. And I don't think I'm scared of clowns. I, I think the only clown that kind of messed me up was Gacy. But, <laughs> I don't think that counts, but I am not really afraid of clowns. Number three is a fear of heights, and I don't think I'm afraid of heights. I don't know, put me on top of a, the Empire State Building and then we'll talk about if I'm scared of heights, huh? Number four is a fear of strangers, and I think I just hate people, so... And I honestly don't, don't know how to talk to people, so I guess you can say that one is mild. Number five is a fear of being alone. And I guess you can, I can see how that stems from childhood, abandonment issues and stuff. Um, I like being alone as long as I have a nightlight or a light on. <laughs> Number six is a fear of dogs. And I don't know who could ever be afraid of these cute little puppers. Number seven is a fear of needles and although I have a billion tattoos. I hate getting shots or giving blood or plasma I hate needles. (laughs) Number eight is a fear number eight is a fear of lightning I don't know why that was so hard for me to say number nine is a fear of bugs Ten is a fear of flying. I've never been on an airplane so if there ever comes a time where I get to be on an airplane then I'll let you know if, i'll let you guys know if i'm scared <laughs> number 11 is a fear of snakes and also i don't think i've ever seen a snake super up close so i cannot relate number 12 is a fear of failure and i feel that one deeply that is deep fam i am so hard on myself i feel like because i feel like i have to be successful because my parents did not travel all the way over here and sacrifice their whole lives just for me to be a piece of garbage. So I feel like I'm really hard on myself and definitely a fear of failure is one of my top five fears. 13 is a fear of crowded places. And I'm not scared of crowded places, but I would just rather not. (laughs) Rather not be in crowded places. Number 14 is a fear of public speaking. See, I have no problem doing this, this whole podcast, because I'm like, well, they're not here. It's just me and my computer being a lonely guy. And yeah, they're going to be listening to me. But hey, at least they're not staring right into my soul. And thank God you guys aren't because I look so horrible when I record. (laughs) It's the night. I'm getting ready to go to sleep. So, you know, sometimes my makeup's off and I just look like a mess. In the comfort of my own home, but I will not stand up and give a speech if that's what you're asking because I feel like everybody's looking at my giant nose. Number 15 is a fear of blood. Number 16 is a fear of what's under the bed. Up until like a year ago, I used to sleep on the floor on a mattress, so I was like, eh, there's no monsters under my bed because there's nothing but floor under my bed but now that I actually have a bed I'm like hmm what if there's a monster down there but I don't think a monster could fit (laughs) unless he was a real skinny monster number 17 is a fear of ghosts and I can definitely say that I am so scared of paranormal things because I've had some experiences and I think they're real so let's not get into that topic because I'm gonna get scared and run off this microphone Number 18 is a fear of aliens. I honestly think aliens are real. And the movie The Fourth Kind really fucked me up. So go watch it because owls are aliens. (laughs) Number 19 is a fear of doctors. And number 20 is a fear of test taking. And I don't think I'm scared of test taking. But I do believe that I have test anxiety. Because I will know The answers, like, I will know the answers, the definitions, everything front to back, but if you put me in a place where I have to take a test on the answers, I mean on the questions, sorry I'm stupid, on the questions, then I will definitely forget everything you've ever told me in my whole life. I'm like Spongebob, what's the name, what's the name? Yeah, that's me. (laughs) So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about common fears and all that good jazz. But before I stop and stop this episode, I got a discount code I guess you can say um, for the boss babe.co. They are um Oh my god, sorry. Why am I barely looking this up now? Totally hashtag unprepared. So the website is called the boss babe, boss babes with a S, co.com. And their little description says, empowering women everywhere. Our goal is to empower women everywhere through our boss babes co items. A portion of every cell goes towards giving women the resources they need to have a bright and beautiful future. And... If you guys want to save 30%, you use Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, period, underscore, period, Marie, M-A-R-I-E-E for 30% off your order from the bossbabesco.com. And no, this is not sponsored, but I just thought it was pretty cool that they wanted to give me a discount code for you guys because I am so about empowering women if you women deserve it sometimes you empower the wrong person and then they just end up being trash. (laughs) I'm trying to be a better person. For all my Catholics out there, happy Ash Wednesday. For all people who aren't, happy hump day. (laughs) There's always something to celebrate, right? And before I continue blabbering on and you guys get tired of me, remember... I am the most active on Instagram. So if you want to follow this podcast on Instagram, feel free to do so at Passions Are Peace Podcast on Instagram as well as on Twitter. And oh my gosh, why can I suddenly not talk like I was doing fire and then now all of a sudden I'm not. I have a little oozy stuck in my head right now. So I've been like swaying around, but you guys are probably like, okay, get to the point and shut up. So. If you're feeling generous and you want to support the show, you can support us on Patreon. And sometimes you will get bonus content and maybe I can do some live streams or we can stream some video games. Or you can fight me on Call of Duty or Mortal Kombat and it's going to be real cool. At Patreon, at Passions or Peace Podcast. And if you would like to send me a Gmail, if you would like to set up an interview or just write letters into the show that I could read and share with all you lovely people, send me a Gmail at passionsarepeace at gmail.com. And I think that is everything. But if you would like to be my pal, go ahead and add me on Snapchat at CindyMarie1116. And I think that is everything. I think I'm going to shut up now. If you guys want to, want to watch some courage, then you're going to have to do it without me because I will not be okay if I watch that episode. (laughs) I will not be okay for like three weeks. I won't close my eyes in the shower. I'll let all the soap go into my eyeballs because I ain't closing my eyes because ain't no girl trying to see King Ramses when I open my eyes out of the shower. Remember to stay peaceful, stay passionate, be kind to one another, love one another, recycle don't use plastic straws and if you're gonna be rude make sure you're able to back it up (laughs) I love you guys and I will see you on Monday bye